What's good, everyone? Welcome back to My First Kicks. I'm your host, Haas, and this is episode 90. And on this week with us, we are joined by Luke Fisher, a.k.a. Might Be Luke. And if you haven't seen his content, well, you're in a treat. Because we learn a ton about working in the retail business, in Foot Locker, all the way up to Jimmy Jazz slash Snipes, which is where he currently works right now. And it's also some of the best insight we have seen and heard from an actual manager of one of these retail shops. But also, he's an extremely popular sneaker TikTok content creator. So we do get to very, very deep into it. So I got to keep this intro short and sweet. I just want to stress that we have made it to episode 90 and it's crazy just thinking about it starting this podcast in november of 2020 and now we are only 10 episodes away from 100 and i'm very excited to to even get there like i'm chomping at the bit to get to 100 to finally say i've put out 100 episodes of this podcast a conversation that I enjoy every week and having every week, sometimes twice a week, but y'all only know it as once a week. Uh, so I'm just extremely excited just to get there. And I still want to hear from everybody who listens to this podcast, new, old, doesn't matter if you want to go back and and check to see if somebody you've wanted to hear on this podcast have jumped on this podcast. I just want to hear who y'all would think or should think or should be i don't know why i'm fumbling on it It should be episode 100 who should be the guest the pinnacle guest for the most important episode one of the most important episodes of this podcast history who do you think should be the guest make a tiktok instagram twitter jump on there i've seen Shout out to my boy Issa, who will be a guest on this podcast sooner or later. But he has thrown away the name Matt Hatfield, who created Nice Kicks. Um, And I think that's a great guest to have as 100. I've had feelers out. Hopefully he's going to be before 100, maybe after. It's all about just timing, I guess, at this point. But I want to hear from everybody who's listening. So tag your boy, tag the podcast. You know, the socials come in after our boy Luke's uh, socials when I say them. And they're also in the description. So if you want to run to your phone, to your computer, your compact Fasario and tweet at me, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you use for your socials, hit your boy up and tell me who you want to see as your or as well my guest for episode 100 well our guest we're in this together right we're trying to make community but let's go on to where you can find luke you can find him on tiktok and instagram as might be luke that's m-i-g-h-t-b-e-l-u-k-e i'll have his link tree up in the description as well he's got some great sponsorships that helping that's helping him create content and hopefully i can get those too we'll see uh so comment on all his stuff jump in the action he's a very interactive uh content creator so just jump in there tell tell him that this podcast sent you and maybe you'll get your own listing uh or guessing game Uh, that's the content that he creates on tiktok so jump in on that and you know where to find me i am who is haas on all social medias and on twitch jump on that twitch give me a follow i'm 10 10 away just like i'm 10 episodes away from 100 i'm 10 followers away from being an affiliate on twitch that will help me i would love to do more sneaker content on there as well so once that happens we're going to start sprucing that up as well. Maybe we might even do a couple live podcasts so that you don't have to wait until Friday. You can just we can do it on like a Wednesday or something. So help your boy out. I'm trying to be, you know, everywhere as possible when I'm not working my standard nine to five. 
And if you're into dope hip hop, I have a new Essentials out. We're up to we're up to volume thirty on that. So I'm out here hitting milestones. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's on Spotify. Uh, if you look up Who Is Haas as a user on Apple Music, you'll also find the last ten volumes of the Essentials on there. Uh, so give those give me a follow on there as well if you want to listen to something that I'm into in terms of music besides sneakers. Uh, but don't forget to follow the podcast on My First Kicks Pod everywhere except TikTok. The TikTok is, of course, just My First Kicks. I'm posting more on there. I'm also posting on YouTube Shorts. But everything that's going on TikTok is also going on YouTube Shorts because apparently that's where it all is happening now. So <laughs> try to get ahead of the game as much as possible. And if you have a my first kick story or even if you just want to instead of just tweeting it out to me your suggestion for who you want to see as episode 100 just hit up the email my first kicks at gmail.com so i'm very accessible hit your boy up but on to this week's guest luke fisher aka might be luke Hey, Luke, welcome to the podcast. Yo, what is good, man? What's up? Yo, yo, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for hitting me up and uh, asking to jump on. You know, it's funny. I think Morgan is trying to be like the podcast booker from, from the shadows. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody that comments on something that, that has to deal with my podcast is just like, yo, jump on. I'm just like, OK. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I had seen um, a couple people. I saw Morgan, Flex, and I was like, yo. That's dope. I know. I, I, I just, I, I'm the type of person who just loves to talk about shoes. It's what I do for a living. So I just, an opportunity to talk about shoes is an opportunity I can't let go, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. I mean, since you're jumping into it, like, uh, t- tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name's Luke. Uh, go by Might Be Luke on socials. Pretty much just Might Be Luke, TikTok, Instagram, all that. Don't really use Twitter. Um, I, I'm a shoe store manager. I'm a store manager of a, a Jimmy Jazz. About to get switched over to the new Snipes. For those who may or okay. may not be too into the what's going on in the sneaker world. Um, so I'm pretty much immersed in sneakers every single day. It's what I do. Um, it's what I love. I uh, made a TikTok out of boredom at work. And um, <laughs> here we are. I, I'm at like, <laughs> before, I, before we hopped on, I checked them at like 199.8 thousand followers on TikTok. So I'm like right there about to be at 200. So it's crazy. It's crazy. That is absolutely wild. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's really crazy. Yeah, and it's it is crazy because like uh, I was noticing when you were when you made a, a stitch of one of my one of my TikToks and everybody's just asking you when we're gonna get one through twenty five again or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, it it all started with like with the original game, which was just the original sneakerhead challenge. Um, it just had I found a filter actually on Instagram. So mm-hmm. people who always blow up my comments, ask me where I get the filters. There's your answer. I get them off Instagram. <laughs> They're not on TikTok. Um, I am in the process of trying to figure out, I try to make one for TikTok that'll be available through my page. Hopefully that'll be something we can do soon. But I mean, 100, 100 almost 200,000. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta yeah, be I like, know, yo, I know. So it just started <laughs> out. I found it on Instagram. I was like, let me just kind of mess around with it and see what it does. I'm scrolling mm-hmm. through TikTok. I seen some other like, game type TikToks, not something I had really seen. And I was like, you know, if I'm going to make TikToks, I want to, I want to provide something new. That's my big thing. And and anything anyone does when you create, like, look at what you love and and what is missing. Mm -hmm. Like, where's that opening that you want? And I was like, I don't really see nobody doing anything. That's like a game or a challenge really with sneakers at the time. There was a lot of people showing off what they had Mm -hmm. or like doing the trends, but I was like, where's the games? So I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna have my friend stand right here i'm gonna have the filter stop and then he can ask yes or no questions he has to figure out what shoe is on his head yeah so he took a couple videos posted them up and then uh woke up the next morning and they were doing very very well so, <laughs> Your phone I, was going yeah. off like crazy. so i was like oh wait a minute like you know i think i was at like you know forty thousand views or so and i was like oh like this might you know this might be something mm-hmm. and then it just 
I just kept kind of figuring out how the algorithm worked and trends and how everything happens on TikTok. And yeah, man, here I am. I mean, that's crazy. You know, hopefully I, I, I hopefully I can get up to you, man. Like, <laughs> cause it's crazy out there. It's hard. It's no, hard. It is. It is. And it's one of those <laughs> things, like I said, I didn't want to just, I, I collect shoes, but I'm shoes for me is more a part of, just my, it's not like, let me go collect shoes. I just like have mm-hmm. shoes because I love them. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like for me, shoes is just a, a piece of an outfit. I like to dress. I love fashion. So it's like the, I start with the shoe and I build up, but at the same time, the clothes are just as important to me as shoes. Um, mm-hmm. as a lot of people like, you know, have a good ass pair of kicks or whatever. And their outfit might not be so up to par. And it's like, all right. That's, I mean, that's for them. But for me, I like to have, it likes to be even. I like to, you know, head to toe. I like to try to, I like to put stuff together. It's fun. It's science. It's like art for me. Just trying stuff out. And yeah. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I totally get that. I think it's, you know, it's all, all about, I mean, to me, I, you know, when you grow up, like kind of just not having enough money, you, you got to just make do with what you can. And I think that just like, I think in terms of just like dressing or or swag, if you want to call it that or or just like cool coolness, I think it's definitely comes from you first and then it spreads outward. Oh, right. Oh, so 100 percent. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. Like, I think a lot of people um, are so accustomed to being like, no, nah, it's the cl- clothes that makes the person. I'm like, nah, it's you. Yeah. You're put you put it together. It's, and like, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And it, that's such a good thing because it's like so many people ask like, oh, like, should I wear this or should I wear this? Or do you like this? I was like, but what do you like? Like, because that's what's ultimately most important. Like, I could like this, but if you don't like that, then why are you wearing it? You know, there's, there should be purpose and reason behind, at least in my opinion, um, like what you're wearing. Like you said, just be authentic. Um, I feel like a lot of people <laughs> nowadays, you see a lot of like this copycat culture, especially on yeah. TikTok. And it's like, I just, I, I just try to say, I, I don't do too much of the, like, just like open talking. A lot of what I do in my content is just like, like the real sneaker challenges. And I do want to kind of get into more of that. Just kind of like share, mm-hmm. sharing, you know, my thoughts on kind of where sneakers are. And that's why uh, one of the reasons I did want to do this is like I said, I just love to talk about shoes and I feel like to actually get a chance to talk about like the current state of sneakers. Um, it's in a really interesting place right now. It's a super interesting place. Yeah. (laughs) So let's let's jump into the question that I ask everybody each week that jumps that is able to get on this podcast. I don't know why I worded it that way, but whatever, we're gonna keep that in. (laughs) (laughs) And that question is, what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? Oh man. So I I know I I did tell you I had one. Now I'm thinking about it because that's that was like sort of a two parted question. (laughs) So I'm gonna stick with my one. The first pair of kicks that I bought, my first kicks, was the KD five. I call them the energy. Some call them splatter. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's like all gray upper, orange and orange and blue swoosh on there. Yeah. Let me let me let me give a official breakdown right here. So it's called the Nike KD five splatters. It takes its name. From the matching multicolored design found on the shoe's signature swoosh and collar lining, which stands out against the neutral gray hue that covers the one-piece hyperfuse upper. Extra pops of color arrive via the rope laces and visible aerosol unit in the heel, both finished in electric green along with a rubber outer sole and violet force. Sick. Yeah, I could not have worded it that nice. So, yeah, <laughs> give, give you the that official, the official. painted the picture. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, man, it was so, just so, so yeah, they were the so story? sick. Like, so mm-hmm. to kind of answer before I keep moving, the first shoe that I ever saw on somebody, mm-hmm. two thousand and six, I was in the sixth grade. Jordan Seven Citrus, they just dropped. I remember sitting there in the school gym. Kid walks past me. I was like, I didn't know nothing about shoes. You know, mm-hmm. my pa- I I grew up with two brothers. My pa- my dad owned his own restaurant. We you know we were wearing you know the thirty dollar you know Adidas or Nike or whatever we could get. So I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever those are, those are super cool. I just that's all I and I, that memory I'll have forever. But the first shoe I bought would be the like like you said, like I said the KD five splatter. Um, mm-hmm. 
as I kind of started to get like through high school, um, have my own job, have my own money. I was like, cool. You know, that was one thing for me off the muscles. Like I want to get some cool shoes. Like I see all these people with cool shoes. I never really had, mm-hmm. like, I want some, like some nice expensive shoes. Like I'm gonna buy myself a nice pair of shoes. And my buddy was really into Air Max. So I kind of, I kind of dabbled in the Air Max, you know, I got some 95s, a um, couple of the like, you know, one-off styles they do every year. It's not like a number, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's still an Air Max variant somewhere. They're cool, but I was like, no, I want KDs. I was a big Kevin Durant fan. I, I have like 27 Durant jerseys all the way through mm-hmm. his journey. I was like, I, I want a pair of the KDs. Like, I, I, I want a pair of the fives. So I hopped on finishline.com. Size 13. It's not that easy to find, but they had them. I placed the order and I was like, mom, I just ordered a pair of like shoes. Like, like I got some cool shoes. She mm-hmm. was like, oh, let me see. I'll never forget. Show her. She's like, uh, <laughs> like, what, what, <laughs> like, what are you going to wear with that? And, if, and a lot of people know the KD era was the ultimate Nike elite sock era. So, you know, I had the matching socks with the matching of shirt, course. the shirt with the mm-hmm. identical like splatter print with the cargo shorts, man. I was, I was set. That was the first, that was the first like sneaker that I bought. And I was like, yeah, I wore them to school the next day. And I was like, yeah, I'm the man right now. Like I'm the man. Yeah. I mean, so my foray into the KD5s. So I bought the KD4s and I had told, if you listen to one of the previous episodes, the KD4s are, we, me, it was the first time I ever camped out for a pair. And this is when KD1, they released the scoring titles and it was just a, it was a disaster. Straight up disaster. Yeah. I never got them, uh, and, and I and it caused me to never camp out ever again after that. Oof. So, uh, KD fives rolled around, and this was when the KD fives rolled rolled around. It was the the Area seventy two pack yep. that came out, and that All Star pack just like blew my mind. I was like, oh, I need all of it. I need yeah. give me all of it. I'm a big. I love Area sixty one. So. Um, that was like I was like I went to Full Locker and then they had them just sitting there because I guess not not a lot of people wanted them but at the same time I'm a size 13 as well oh, and they only had a size 14 and I was like God damn it. Coming- so I'm thinking what, what was that Oh that's coming home to me 14 yeah that's coming <laughs> home come on so they did yeah I took I, I brought I took them home and I was just like all right cool you know like I'm gonna put them on whatever and and then. I never put them on. They just sat in my closet. And then the Christmas pack came out and they had like this ugly sweater, mm-hmm. KD5 as well. Mm-hmm. And I bought those two and I was like, and the same thing happened again. I went to go get the 13, but they only had a 14. So I bought the 14 and I was just like, I still want them, whatever. So then I take out Brigham Hope and that also sat too. Jeez. <laughs> So I never, I've never wore, I never wore any of them. Oh man! And I, I sold, I sold one pair um, on Goat. I sold the Area Seventy Twos on Goat, and then I, I traded the uh, the Christmas colorway for a pair of Hornet colorway Lebrons. Okay. And 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 then, but now I don't even wear those. So those just sat yeah. as well. And they were used. I traded a brand new DS pair. Of the Christmas joints for a used pair of LeBron. Uh, I don't know what they were. I don't know what they are. They still they're behind me. I'm trying to get rid of them. I'm right pretty now. sure <laughs> I see. Like I can like um, pick, picture the shoe. I can't think of the number, but I think I know yeah. which one you're talking about. It's the one with the with the arch in it, or the crazy prominent arch in it. Yeah, which, yeah. I don't know. The, is that the? I don't know my LeBron numbers like that. I know like the eight nine, nine like eight nine ten. Seven. Yeah, one of those. I think it's the nine. Is is the nine? They made which one is the one that they made the elite? Uh, South beaches out of. That's just not. We're just gonna look it up. <laughs> I mean, I could just look it up because I got my computer right here. That's true. Um, let's see, LeBron nine. LeBron nines. I was right. I literally got it because the big bangs came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got those. I got those in a LeBron colorway, and in my size, I traded for those, and that was the last trade I ever made. Um, in person, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Nobody really, yeah, man. I mean, I think trading, trading now is so freaking rare. So it's just like that's interesting. I, I move like strictly yeah. by trade now. Like recently, mm-hmm. like this year, twenty twenty two. That's been it's been my my year of of side to side movement. My collection mm-hmm. is at a, is at a pretty solid number. So now it's like, how do I without adding to my collection just make it better? 
some I people mean, say I took some L trades, but in my opinion, I never took an L because it's a shoe I love. So you know what I mean? I, I always I recommend mean, trading. If there's ever an opportunity to yeah. trade, I always say like at least at least see if you guys can come to a especially like one of my good friends is a size 13 as well. And he's got shoes that he can't even know what to do with. So nine times out of 10, he's the one I'm trading. Like I'll be like, yo, the wear a shoe. I'm like, yo, what you want for those? He's like, you got them dunks. I'm like, mm, like, all right, we can do it running. We've, we've, we've traded probably like four or five times and I'm, I'm, I'm content with all my trades. <laughs> um, what is it? I mean, when did you start getting into sneakers? Was it like, was that just the start? Like you were, you were in it with the KD fives and that yeah, was really used I mean, off to the races? Pretty much. Yeah. Honestly, the KD five cop those probably a week or two after they did the Hulk color. It was like all mm-hmm. green, like shades of green cop those had to get the matching tee, matching socks, no doubt. And then shortly after those colorways was when they did the six. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not missing one. Let me tell you, I did not miss one. I had every single colorway of the KD6, every uh-huh. single one on pearls, Dupree, everything, media, every one. I had, that was all I wore. Just, I, I would do anything for the KD6. I'd go to the Foot Locker at my, in my mall. I would, mm-hmm. I would quote unquote camp out. I'd be the only person there. They would open the gate. I would walk up to the gate or they would open like the door to the mall. I'd walk up to the gate. Look through the manager would be like, "What's up?" I was like, "Y'all got him." She would just every single when it was like Wednesday and Tuesdays, Thursdays, random weekdays. Every single every one, if I couldn't find them local, I'm on Flight Club, eBay. It was crazy. The KD six was a was a was a crazy time for me. I don't. I've never heard anybody go so hard for a KD. No, besides the, yeah, the nerve. I, it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. I don't know. It was one of those things, man. I just that I was I was hooked. And mm-hmm. K, it was KD was going on his run, like young KD. I was a big KD fan because I was wearing his jersey. So I had, you know, the mm-hmm. team colorways and I just, yeah, I went crazy. I, it, it is upsetting to me. I did get rid of all of them except for one pair mm-hmm. prior to the the whole like idea of reselling. You know what I mean? Like at mm-hmm. that time, there, it wasn't a thing. I'm just trying to get rid of some used shoes. If I would have, yeah, if I'd have them today and I kept them in good condition, wow, I would be in, uh, I would have been, it would be, it'd be a good situation, but <laughs> yeah, it is what I do have. Well, I do have one pair. It is the blackest, yeah. it has the black history month pair. And actually they are a size 14, same situation. I pulled up, then I had the 13. I said, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I can take the 14. I do still have that pair. I hoop in them a little bit from time to time. Yeah. Don't claim to be a hooper, but when I do, sometimes I'll go out and those, but yeah, it, and then it just slowly evolved, like slowly over time. I was, I was heavy in the KDs and I kind of got into the phone positive stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That's when I sort of start, sort of started to learn how to dress a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. No disrespect to any of the KD shoes, but you're not pulling fits off with the, you know, with some KDs <laughs> on. Um, it is, it, 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 yeah, it's just not for me. I'm a bigger guy. I wear a lot of like cargos, a lot of like wide leg pants and, it just kind of yeah. wasn't working. So I kind of started to go into like the phone posits. Um, had a decent little run, couple of some phone posits. Um, I mean, it's wild to me. You you speak in a different language to me because as a size 13, fellow size 13er, the I remember going and like because New York, obviously New York's ran like was run by phone posits yeah. for like a good oh, five yeah. years oh, or yeah. whatever. Or even actually even a little bit before pan the pandemic it used to, it was still a little bit crazy like people were still going wild for like metallic blue um foams and stuff like that oh, so okay. i just think i it was for, but like i remember i walked in and i finally like i was like i right, i got enough money i'm gonna finally get a pair of phones because they always just two two twenties back yeah. you know two twenties back <laughs> back in like 2010 2011 was like um, like 700 dollars yeah. to me sick. like <laughs> sick so so I remember going in a full lock. I was like, all right, today's the day. I'm going to do it. I got my check. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, I put on a pair of eggplants. This is when the eggplants dropped. Yep, I had that I put one. On the, I tried. I put them on. I was like, nope, these are not, not for me. My foot, <laughs> my foot look crazy. As a size 13, my foot look crazy. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I I never thought that my foot ever looked big. I had I had the Gone Fishings. I had the, the Phoenix Suns. 
I had the yeah, I even had the olive green Timberland looking joint. The wheat. It was oh, like the yeah. oh man, yeah. that that one looking back, that, that should have left those. But that <laughs> man, yeah, I, I just I liked phones. I, one thing I do also regret, I had a pair of Gamma Twelves. Mm-hmm. Never even wore them. Just didn't like them. Didn't really get into it. Just sold them for like way less than they were worth or would be worth to today. That was Man. the young, yeah, the young sneaker career. Then I started working <laughs> at Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. That was my first, uh, first like sneaker retail kind of got me. When you're working around shoes, I don't know if you ever like worked in a sneaker retail space, but no, I didn't. I didn't get the uh, the um, the fortunate yeah, <laughs> luck no, to ever get it's hired. Definitely, it's definitely uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's tough out there. It's tough out there to get picked up, but mm-hmm. you're working in a retail space. They offer you a discount. Your job is now standing around shoes. You're you're like I'm just gonna buy any and everything. This was like prime NMD era. I'm getting mm-hmm. all the duck camo NMDs. I'm like, yo, um, no one can talk. I got everything. Like all the NMDs are coming out. I get first comfort, like first dibs. I get my discount. So I had decent little NMD run there when I was working at Foot Locker. That didn't last too long. Shout out. They to were them. getting it. They were, they were paying you to pay them back. Yeah. They that's, really, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. The check was, that's what happened to me at, uh, at GameStop. I worked oh, at GameStop. Yeah. So it was just literally just blowing it. Yo, you just I'll be like, all right, cool. I'll put this game to the side. And then, you know, you run the discount on it. But the discount is only just sales tax. And you'd be like, Ooh. yeah, most <laughs> of my check is <laughs> most of my check coming right back. Yeah. No, that's how it was. <laughs> that's how it was. You get paid on whatever day. That was the same mm-hmm. day the sneaker dropped or like the same weekend. Excuse me. I'm going to Foot Locker and uh mm-hmm. I'm 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 copping my shoe. Yeah, so that was that was that. And then after Foot Locker, I was at Finish Line. I was at Finish Line for a little bit. What What made you be like, you know what? I'm going to actually pick up a job at a sneaker store. Uh, I think it was just that, that same thing that had me buying all those KDs. It was just, I, I was enamored. I, I, I used to come home, even just to backtrack, even like before I was buying the KDs, I would come home from school every day just go on flight club and just mm-hmm. literally click on every tab, click Nike. It would open up a new window, click the top one, whatever it was and look at every shoe, click the next one, every shoe. I'll go to Jordan, click on Jordan one, look at every shoe, Jordan two, every shoe. I, I would just look at shoes. I just thought they were just the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I was uh, working in a restaurant at the time, busting tables. And I was like, you know, I want to find something else just on a part-time couple days a week. I was like, I love mm-hmm. shoes. Like, let's apply at all the shoe spots. So that's what I did. I applied at almost all of them. The locker uh, hired me and then shortly, mm-hmm. shortly after fired me. But um, <laughs> no, it was, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they claimed it was seasonal, but it, it'll call it, yeah, we'll call it seasonal. Oh, but, man. Um, no, nah, it was good. They got, they got, yeah, nah, exactly. <laughs> I, it, 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 it's, yeah. it's funny because I actually went in the foot locker just the other day and the same guy. Mm-hmm is still the manager. And I was like, yo, what was this? Probably four years ago. I was literally Mm. a seasonal associate who got fired wrongfully. And now I'm a store manager of a store that is with no due respect to any of these stores. The store that I work at killing the store I used to work at. Not talking shit, man. It's like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I walked down the store. I was like, yeah, I would hate to work here. I love where I work. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and then I found. Yeah, it was. It was just. It's been a crazy. It's been a crazy ride, man. Sneaker retail is a is a interesting interesting place to be. Yeah. So then, I mean, yeah. Let me hear more about it. Like, so you jumped on, you jumped on the finish line after. Yeah. So then I took. I was out probably probably for like two years or so. I was just strictly like serving tables. Oh, okay. Just just like buying shoes with the money, um, mm-hmm. and then kind of came back again. I was like, all right, like I I, I want to. I want to get back into sneakers. I, I'm, 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 I'm really interested in what's going on. Um, I actually, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but there's, um, it's a New York City Fashion Institute, Institute of Technology in um, Yellow Brick. They have a sneaker essentials program. Um, mm-hmm. I, 
I took that course um, just out of simple, simply curiosity. I also took that course as oh, well. Oh, that's gangster. Uh, and I didn't finish that. it. Oh, I never I didn't finish it. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I've actually but never but met over here, that actually took it. That's super dope. Uh, <laughs> the over here, they uh, taught it at FIT. And I, I got like, uh, I got let go from a job and I was just like, you know what? Let me just do try to do something in sneakers. And I, yeah. and I saw that program and I was just like, cool, I'll jump on in it. And then, yeah, I got, I got ended up getting a job in the middle of doing it. Mm. So I did like half the yeah. the courses and I couldn't, I didn't finish it, but yeah, go on. No, I, it was just dope for me. It was something <laughs> I just kind of did it in my spare time, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And it just kind of brought that like, okay, like I, like I could like do something and sneakers, you know, it's kind of at that, like that I was at that point in my life, like, God, I don't want to serve tables. Like I want to do something. Like, what do I want to mm-hmm. do? Um, what do I like love and how can I do that? So I was like sneaker retail. I got to start at the bottom. Um, so I just applied that finish line. Um, got hired. Same thing. Just, you know, worked there for about a year, a little over a year. We I got shut down right in the middle, um, quarantine and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, soon as I came back, the manager of the Jimmy Jazz um, from downstairs came up to my store, one of my ships. I was like, "Hey, would you be interested in coming downstairs or be my assistant manager?" I was like, "Uh, sure." Because <laughs> um, I mean, I was just a regular associate. I finished yeah. that. You know what I mean? I, I was hired on with the intention of hopefully moving up and I, I did give finish line the opportunity to, you know, I was like, Hey, like this is kind of what's going on. I want, I would like to stay with the company, but if you guys can't kind of match what I'm being offered, I, I have to go. Mm-hmm. So long story short, I started, I finished uh, at Jimmy jazz rather, <laughs> excuse me. Um, started at Jimmy jazz as a sales associate in August, the following August, I was store manager. Of, of my own store yeah and now here i am that's fire yeah. like you never hear that because i always hear like horror stories yeah, working no, at it, retail. it, it really is yeah. a, one of the just like a per, right place at the right time you know i just i happened to mm-hmm. be not the next in line at finish line and i was okay with that because it was my friends who were ahead of me and they've mm-hmm. both been able to move up through the company um it just wasn't for me and you know it it was literally just a, 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 a lucky situation. Like I, I can't chalk it up to anything, but, but that, and then of course I were, you know, I had my own store for a couple months and then Jimmy jazz got bought out by a new company called snipes. Mm-hmm. It's coming in with a lot of money, a lot of buy, a lot of buying power and a lot of, uh, pull at a lot of these big brands and basically turned my store upside down. It's, it's insane. It is really yeah, I mean, crazy. If you have not heard of snipes, it's it's they're, they're taking over man i'm telling you they're, they're literally taking over like it's, it's, it's <laughs> they're opening stores in like a couple months like they're just take a couple months no, to open brand new yeah, stores like they're it's crazy they're they have like so they have like 400 stores in europe mm-hmm. um and now with the additions of all these jimmy jazzes they're looking at like almost 300 in the u.s building stores just as fast as they're changing the jimmy jazzes around they got dj khaled on on the board he's the chief creative director he's opening Mm -hmm. it he's opening his own store in miami it's absolutely gorgeous the store is incredible i believe that's when the jordan fives will be dropping that's my my guess a lot of i haven't heard a release date for them but if i had to pick when it would be i would assume it would be around the same time that his retail space in miami opened I mean, um, that would make sense. That would if, make if sense if, to me. Yeah. Yeah. If um, he's not thinking that way, then. Yeah. Maybe he maybe should, he, maybe yeah. he should just tap into the podcast and let me get, yeah. let me, let me get, <laughs> yeah. let me get a pair for the idea. I won't, I won't say nothing else, <laughs> but they're doing a lot, man. It's really dope what they got going on. They had a stage, mm-hmm. they had a stage at Rolling Loud in Miami to kind of start the, the transition of Florida. They already finished Atlanta. They did like concerts in Atlanta for the, for the thing. They did all the New mm-hmm. York, they did all the New York stores already. They're beautiful. It's, is dope. I'm excited. Uh, happy to be on board with the team. And uh, if you have not heard anyone listening, definitely go check it out. SnipesUSA.com. A lot of super dope stuff coming. They get every release. Yeah, use yeah. the code Luke for uh, yeah, right, forty percent off. Yeah, <laughs> right. I wish, I wish, I wish. I'll be using that code myself. <laughs> um, but I would love to hear more about like the Orlando. Um, 
sneaker scene because like you're now you're part of like everybody who where they go they're like oh i gotta hit up the, the snipe slash jimmy jazz uh you know like what is it like down there because i know there's there I've, i i know that area has been part of the sneaker scene for a while yeah. right because like in the in the forums uh when the the galaxy foams dropped was it? it was like one of the, the, the one of the to be yeah yeah, yeah, that was All Star Weekend. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Orlando really always kind of has had its its toe in the sneaker game. Um, as long as they've had a really, as long as they've had a basketball team, you know. I mean, you got a, off the rip. You got Shaq. He had his own shoe. Penny Hardaway. He had his own shoe. Penny yeah. Hardaway still has shoes that are that are relevant, you know. So, um, but sneak it's it it is interesting. It's it's I don't feel like we have like. Uh, anything. I feel like it's almost it's just a melting pot of mm-hmm. you. See, you do unfortunately see a lot of the same. You see a lot of the same stuff, basic stuff. You know, it's a ton of Air Force all white Air Force ones. That's that's very popular. That's just like a good go to for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. Jordan ones are are just you know they're Jordan ones. There's not there's not really anything that's like oh like like oh people in Orlando wear that. Or yeah, you'd, if you're talking like like Orlando nightlife, you go out out night. You see you see a lot of designer. Maybe I don't know. I I don't really go like out in other cities to see like what their situations are. But I feel like mm-hmm. when I go out, I see like a surprising amount of people wearing still wearing designer shoes. As much as I do feel like that's sort of not in anymore. Um, so that is that is interesting. Um, they did just reopen a trophy room in Orlando. So that's kind of brought a big buzz to the city in terms of what's going on with sneakers. Um, yeah, Orlando sneakers, it's Orlando's just a very interesting place, man. The city is absolutely massive. People don't quite realize how big it is. Like Orlando is so much more than Disney. Like Disney is in Orlando and downtown Orlando is in Orlando and they're 30 minutes away. And then UCF, Mm -hmm. this college is in Orlando and it's 30 minutes away from those two spots. Like Orlando is so big. There's literally like it's you go to UCF, I'm sure you see a ton of the same shoe. You go to the Disney area, it's literally just tourists. You know, you go to downtown Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's just it's literally just a melting pot of 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 sneakers. The trophy room yeah. was kind of like the big that was opened a couple months ago and that really Yeah. That's like the the cool place. It was like the first like retail space in downtown Orlando, like like when you go, it's like, yeah, we're definitely going to at least stop in and, and see what they have. Cause it's surprising. Some of the stuff I, I went in there that I was like, Oh, like these are sitting here. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also think he's just, he holds on to stuff. So like, I, I think he just, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> talk too much about, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, if Marcus comes on, on an episode, yeah. it'd be hilarious. But I think it's just, I think you know, I, I'm very curious of just like you know yeah. the people that are. What, what is it like being like a sneakerhead around there? You know, like do people still talk to each other? Or are y'all even mm. giving each other the nods? You know, because like as you are part of the buying, like people are coming to you to, to buy sneakers. Are there, is there people like hitting you up with the like, yo man, I got you on breakfast tomorrow. If you hook me up, like, what, like, uh, like what, you know, like uh, people, people, people try that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I am one of the people, I, I don't do any of that. I'm always one of those people who was very like as a, as a consumer, I would mm-hmm. be very agitated by managers moving. It's funny. As an employee, I was very agitated by managers who would move funny. Mm-hmm. So I always said when I get to manager, that would that's rule number one, we're not doing. And I'm very transparent about that. So I, I tell anybody, you know, like, yo, I got you this. I got, you know what I'm saying? I'll bring you whatever. Da, da, da. I'm like, dog, there's nothing you could give me. But at 10, mm-hmm. at 10 a.m., I'm going to open this gate up. And if you're here, the shoes will be like, that's it. So I, I do deal with, you know, unfortunately as being the, you know, the store manager, unfortunately I'm the guy that everybody knows, but I don't know them, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, he, that's boss man. Like, nah, I'm, I don't know that person. You know, they are oh, a lot of people with they the try boss to, man. They try to name drop. Like, no, nah, boss man said like, like he got me like, no, I didn't tell nobody, none, <laughs> none of that. They, they, people try it, but it's one of those things that I, I feel like as in my area, 
the people who shop mm-hmm. with me know me and they know how we get, like how I get down and how my associates get down. Um, mm-hmm. So they know, you know, you don't have to offer me anything, but at 10 a.m. when I open the gate, if you're there, the shoe will be there for you. Um, so it's, it's, it's cool. I don't really deal with too much issues, to be honest. Um, yeah. Luckily, I am a little bit out of Orlando in terms of where I'm actually working. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't deal with too much of like the big city, like the big, like one of my, bo- one of my friends works at the mall millennia, which is like the, like the big expensive mall out there. And like, yeah. he says it gets like, it gets like shisty. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like fights and celebrities popping out, trying to hop in the front of the line. Luckily I don't have to deal with anything like that. Oh my God. I would um, like, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. A celebrity did, pull up. It's like, oh, oh, my God. Man. like I've, I've seen, I mean, I've had celebrities come in. Luckily there, there's yeah. never like one. They're not people that are like, and danger because they're so famous but you know it's never like that crazy they don't pull up on a release day trying to like hop and hop the line or anything crazy like that but <laughs> i would love to see that happen to me i'd be like nah nah back in the line back yeah it'd be like sorry about that buddy but that's not how yeah you could offer you got enough money you could offer all these people some cash but yeah these people no because when you leave here i'm the one who would have to stand here and explain to them why i just did that so yeah for real. not doing that i'm a i'm a man of integrity especially when it comes to sneakers and i try to i try to uphold that and i hope mm-hmm. i do hope i do a good job i hope anybody any of my customers who are listening can can agree with that but i, I do uh i do try to keep things very honest and help people real people who like shoes get shoes that they want that's my that's my objective nah yeah i mean i i always take pity on managers who have to deal with that stuff like in new york city you see that stuff oh like, man but I, the, that's why I don't do lines anymore either. Like, I mean, listen, it's a nothing but horror stories with me, apparently, because I'm just thinking about it. Just like I was just like I was just like remembering the last time I waited online and being like, man, I will never do this again because people would just ru- bum rushing the line and being like, nah, I was here. I was here. And I'll be like, you weren't here. Oh, you weren't. You yeah. need to go. <laughs> you got to go. And then and then the, the employees can't do anything, really. Yeah. Right. Because it's just like, all right, it's kind of just like, do you want more of a scene to happen? Like, you know, it's just I don't I like being a manager of a store of a sneaker store in New York City seems like. Yeah, you're going to war. Yeah, that's you got to be a different animal. You really got to be a different animal for that. I I applaud any manager who's running any sort of operation like that in any bit, any large city, but New York City in particular. Um. Jeez, I could only imagine. So you wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. No shot. No shot. No shot. No shot. Snipes is like, yo, we we gonna hook you up. I don't think it's an amount that you could tap into my bank every week. (laughs) (laughs) That would that would make that worthwhile. Snipes is like, yo, we gonna move you up to to New York. You're gonna be in Times Square where we do all the the drops. We do all the crazy drops. This is one Times Square, and (laughs) we're gonna we got you. We got you on a stipend for lunch every day, and we're gonna pay you like a nice figure that you can live comfortably comfortably in the city you wouldn't take that job we're gonna have to we're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna have to see y'all got to fly me up and let me see what the store is looking like i gotta have to do like a three-day test run and just kind of <laughs> you know see how it's going because that does not the really yeah no that doesn't sound that exciting to me <laughs> i'm not gonna lie no i'm a very laid back kind of guy you know i i, I I like the moments when it gets busy. You know what I'm saying? I like those mm-hmm. moments when, when we're jumping. Obviously, any manager would. But I'm a pretty laid back guy. I'm cool with, uh, you know, let's just, let's get it done. You know what I'm saying? We hit our sales goal four months in a row. We, you know, we're in the green. So we, we do the job well, uh, but we don't, yeah. New York is is not not for me. <laughs> not for me. Not for me. I mean, I mean, it's it's just it's just a whole different beast, and I and I think it's just like bigger city metropolitan areas like that, where it's easy to get to. That's what you're gonna get. Oh all yeah, the time. no doubt, yeah, no know? doubt. I, I, I'm going to Chicago uh, in a couple of days, mm-hmm. and and I'm like excited because there's Jordan drops this weekend. Like I'm excited to like see how a big city like this goes when a not that there is really such thing as a big Jordan drop right now, but you know, see how a city, what does, I don't know. How does Chicago react for a Jordan one release? Cause I know how Orlando does. Is it the same? Is it mm-hmm. different? Do they not care? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I'm, 
I'm very curious too because like it, that's like the home of the Jordan. But right, like yeah. I've, I've I've had a, a couple uh, Chicagoans on, and I think they're very selective of what Jordans they they mess with. I know a lot of them are big fans of just like the bread colorways yeah, and, and say, Chicago yeah. colorways. So it's just like. But it's also like that area is so dangerous. Like, you can, can you be rocking red and black like that? I don't like, know. You know. Like my yeah. fit, my outfits are very much uh, calculated. Let's say that mm-hmm. uh, you will not see me in any affiliate color. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. No chance. Everything is definitely going to be. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I wasn't talking about you directly. I was talking no, no, about no, no, like no. just know, like people know, who were, who like live there. Yeah, it, and that it, yeah. it, it is interesting because that was actually one of the things I was thinking. Like, do they really just wear like? those mm-hmm. like Chicago kind of colorways because they are popular obviously every it's a more even outside of just Chicago a lot of people like put like Chicago colorway stuff at the top of of let's see when I do my sneak like my little challenge I'll put like a Chicago the Chicago Jordan one I'll be like uh I'll put that at two and they're like what two it's like two? like yeah two it's a red black and white Jordan one like two what do you mean like that's the greatest <laughs> shoe of all time how how is that the greatest shoe of all time? <laughs> but I also think, you know, it's just like, it's all, it's subjective. It's no, like, it you know, is. Mean that's, something, yeah. that's what I love. And that, that is what I love so much about sneakers. It's like, yeah. that's so interesting to me that like when people say stuff like that in my comments, my first thought was like, that's so interesting that that's their thought. Mm-hmm. Like someone in my, in my comments the other day said the, the uh, Ray Hachimura Jordan eight was a sneaker of the year. Hmm. That, uh, okay. I, if that, I mean, if that is if it, yeah, shout out to you. I'll if you're t- listening to this right now, dude, shout out to yeah. you for that because you are a man of, 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 of class because that is crazy. I, I'm, I don't, I've never heard someone even really like an eight. Forget that one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but it's also just like, I feel like a shoe like that is, is a, I mean, I've talked about this on Twitter, right? And I think it's just, it's interesting how, and I mean, not to get super phys- like phys- what's the word <laughs> psychological on you or whatever, like super deep on you on this. But like, it's just interesting to me how companies now are taking personal stories and selling sneakers through it. Yeah. Right? Yep. So like Roy Hachimura's Ray, Ray, Roy? I think it's Ray, Ray right? It's spelled like it's spelled R-U-I, but I think yeah. it's pronounced Ray. Rui. Yeah. I think it's like Rui. I think it's like Rui Hachimura. And so like. Uh, his, his story is ingrained into that shoe. Those right? are the things that are cool to me. Yeah. Right. And so now for somebody else to want that shoe, they have to relate to that story. Very right? hyper-specific or, story. Right? Yeah. And then on top of that, if you don't, you have to like just the colorway of it. But the colorway is so specific of the shoe. Truly, yeah. They, you have to kind of really understand the story behind the shoe in order to appreciate it. So what are you buying it for? Are you buying it because you're a fan of Rui Hachimura? Are you buying it because you're a fan of the story of his upbringing? Or are you buying it because it just goes well with a pair of khaki pants? Like, like does it? But then it's also like, if you're buying it for that third, that third <laughs> reason, like, are you watering down the shoe's meaning? Like, it's, no, it's so crazy. It is. It, that is interesting because it's like, I, mm-hmm. like, it's so nice to see people tell stories on shoes like I love that it's it's nice to be able to like see a something a picture see not necessarily a picture but you know what I mean see like an artist's interpretation of something told through a shoe so like for that like for the story of the way that it is like cool but then for me if and actually in order to make that marketable maybe we don't put it on a Jordan 8 because mm-hmm. no one in the world buys Jordan 8s right so it's like it, it's just it's interesting like you said like why did you buy the shoe what what is what makes it your favorite is it the story is it the design of the shoe is it the colors of the shoe like and that, and that's just for any shoe not not even necessarily just this Hatchamar yeah. 8 that we've now gone down on a, like a tangent but like any shoe like when i think like someone asked me like why do i like the the Mason Chateau Rogue Jordan 2 so much mm-hmm. and it's like just just look at it like when you look at it like the deep it's just that's just for me. It sets it over the top. The colors are like my colors. The detail is beautiful. It, it tells a story. It has meaning. And you could, someone could say the Panda Dunk is their favorite shoe because it's black and white and it's easy to wear. And that's, that's a correct answer. No, it's not. I'm going to go with no. Unfortunately. On that one. <laughs> but if someone says, if someone said their favorite shoe was all white Air Force because it's easy to wear, that's right. 
No, it's not right either. <laughs> I think it's just like for I mean for me it's just like are you looking are you looking at the shoe as something that symbolizes something for you? Does it have its own story for yourself, right? Mm. So like these are two shoes that people are buying just because it goes with everything. So are you just like then why would it because it, it literally just has no meaning. It just has the inaccessibility that it can go with anything that you're wearing, right? But like a personal shoe that makes the top of the year list, if you're if you're looking at it that way, and I mean not to be super hypercritical about it, but it has to mean something to you, right? Oh, absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah, like it, 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 and everybody's, you know, and this goes for everybody who's listening. Like if you're top of the shoe year list or whatever, if you have one, or if you're top of the shoe, like top of the year uh, shoe is a shoe that means something to you, the story means something to you, and somebody tells you that's wrong, then they're the one that's wrong. Because obviously it's just, it's based on what is, what what has the most meaning to you, which is what uh, sneakers of the year are, right? So like for me, la- not last year, what, the year that the Amamanir um, 3s dropped, right? Mm-hmm. It was everybody's uh, sneaker of the year. And everybody kept saying it was their sneaker of the year because of the materials, right? While if you ask me, I was like the story behind it, the story of uh, a young kid being raised by their mom, which is my same story, is why it was sneaker of the year. Yeah, you know, I feel like both both of those opinions are correct, though. I mm-hmm. I feel like someone. Obviously, you relate to it a little bit more, so it definitely holds much more meaning for why it's your clearly your number one. But the person, mm-hmm. but someone who says, "Oh, like I just think it's really clean," is that person wrong? Probably not. No. Could that person just be kind of going with the 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 mass of 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 you know? It's 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 easy to say that that's the best shoe when a hundred mm-hmm. people around you're like, "Yo, that's the best shoe," and you're just like, "Yeah, right, dude, yeah. that's the best shoe." Like I did my top ten list, and I had. Um, a Reebok Zig Zigtech Kinetica, the ASAP NAS pair that was on my mm-hmm. top ten. People were like, why do you like that? It's just cool to me. I don't know. I don't have to. Yeah. Ju- I don't. I don't feel like I need to justify why I think this is a cool shoe to me. There was a, a bunch of really good, like the Eyeshot Wear and uh, Magnus Walker SB Dunk High. Yeah, I think fire. that shoe is absolutely insane. People hated. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to say they hated it, but I feel like it didn't do what it could do. And then you look at the story behind it. They did like the whole like behind the behind the design mm-hmm. where he like was in there. He like showed the car that inspired it and how the car was flaking down and the original paint was gold. That's yeah. why like the paint chips down into gold. And I was like, this is this is a beautiful shoe. Now that I'm talking about it. There's a good chance I will go and try to find a pair. <laughs> I mean, like, see, but those are two valid reasons, right? To like a shoe. But like if you're comparing that to being like, oh, it's a panda dunk because it goes with everything. Then, like, I feel like that's such a a watered down meaning. I feel right? that, but you, yeah. as somebody like in the re- like, you'd be surprised the number of people I hear actually say that though, like daily. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, I'd, if I could just find a pair of pandas, I guess I'm my favorite shoe. Like, I would be just. I, I, it's like, why are people like, <laughs> just like find something else. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I, yeah. I always preach it to other people who ask me, like, "Yo, man, can you get me a pair of pandas?" I just tell them no. So find something and else. I, yeah, and I go, "Listen, there's here's our like five different alternatives. I did all the work for you. These will literally do the same." And my biggest thing is that recently Nike put out that big check blazer, mm-hmm. right? The jumbo blazers, yeah, they're dope, and it's a fire shoe that literally does the same thing what as what the panda dunks do. There you can. There's so many options. Like I try to tell people, like yo, you got white Air Forces. Mm-hmm. For a long time, we wouldn't. Now we do. But it's like you don't. Want, there's nothing. Like, we got all these shoes where you just want white Air Forces. Like we can make such. We can make you such a dope fit. We got dunks sitting on the wall right now. We got short ones, threes. We still got twelves, thirteens. All like a bunch of jumbo blazers. It's like yo, but we got two hundred pairs of white Air Forces, and they'll be gone by the weekend. Couldn't be me, mm-hmm. man. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> I'm not one. I don't. I'm one of those people. Like when I go to like sneaker shows or mm-hmm. places where there's gonna be sneaker culture present, I almost like challenge myself. Like let's let me. I'm gonna wear a shoe that I'm not gonna see today. Yeah. I go to sneaker events. I'm like, what shoe can I wear that I won't see? Even if it's a GR, 
I, I'd rather wear a GR than wear a pair of mochas to a sneaker event. Because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to see 15 people with mochas standing side by side next to me. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in the in the era, age of like when you collected sneakers, it was to be different, right? Yeah. And and I mean, I've been preaching this recently a lot lately on these episodes, and I mean, like it's it's all good, right? Like as long as you're in, you start like what I don't what 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 everybody needs to do and understand this is that everybody has an entryway, right? And if you stop people just being like, oh, stop buying like the same stuff as everybody else, then you just you kind of just tell people to f off. Or fuck off easily um, just by doing that, right? Yeah. Instead of encouraging and be like, yo, no, you should check out these. Like, this is inspired by this and this is inspired by that. And, you know, this is why I created this podcast because more people should be talking about why they enjoy a pair of sneakers yeah. versus being like, oh, I just watched Harrison Neville pull out these inside of a. Inside of a uh, a mystery box, so that means I must get them because he's he's selling them he on his page, cool, or yeah. Yeah, and he's selling, or these are the five pairs that you need to have, uh, or you know, and and it's also the same with like going down the road with like reps, and it's just like the these two these two avenues are the reason why we have reps and why we have people who just buy only hype stuff. And it's more just like, why not just get old stuff? Why not just look at like, remember what you were really wanted when you were a kid and just get that. Like we have the ability to, and I think that's, what's missed on the newer people who are buying sneakers and the people who are reselling. Cause they're not just like, like looking back at what made sneakers the actual thing. And they're just being like, we're just perpetuating it until we get to the top of the mountain where we make enough money or we're just the hypest of the hypest. And then when I, when I don't want to deal with sneakers anymore, I'm just going to drop it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, 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 it makes me sound like old to say, I don't know how old you are, but it's like, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. So I'm about, I'm, I turn 28 next year. So it's yeah. like the generation generations like after me, are like the social media generations. I feel like I was really one of like, mm-hmm. like that last generation that was like that half and half. So kind of coming up, it was just like seeing shoes and like, Oh, like you're just sort of like building your own, like building your own person, like through life experience, dressing yourself just through n- not seeing any l- lookbook or, or seeing, like you said, like somebody doing an unboxing or telling me what mm-hmm. five shirts I needed to wear this summer. I just sort of kind of like molded myself. So you sort of mold, like that's when you kind of like those one-off sneakers and what makes me have like random shoes, like Nike P6000s and mm-hmm. like random, like ACGX Terra's that I just, I like because over, like I'd see somebody with them and I was like, one day I'm going to have them. Mm-hmm. And so like these, the young, like a lot of the newer generations, like they're part of those ones who it's like when they're developing their sense of fashion, they're on YouTube. Like these are the five shirts to wear this summer. So they go to PacSun and they buy those five shirts with the cargo pants and the Jordan ones because that's what they were told to wear. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, I, I, there's just so much out there in terms of sneakers that seeing people who just come in like, I just want Jordan ones. Like if you don't have Jordan, like it's like, but we have so much other cool stuff. Like not saying that Jordan ones aren't cool, but like, what about these Jordan fours or threes? Like what try yeah. out, try out a pair of, you know, something different. Try out these fives. No, I just want the ones. I want these one lows. It's like, and then again, there's nothing wrong with it. But if your collection is just, if you just have a ton of ones or a ton of one lows or a ton of ones and fours and dunks, it's like, yo, you got to, for your own sake, wear something different. Yeah. Like yeah. for your, for your, for the, for your feet's health for crying out loud. <laughs> I know you're not comfortable. <laughs> Put on a pair of New Balances. Freaking yeah. um, Seattle Sneakerheads just started getting into New Balances. I'm like, yes, finally. Like, people wear new, like, they're comfortable as can be. Like, I can pull up clips from YouTube from me, like, pre-pandemic, pandemic time, praising the 550s, saying, like, wear five, get 550s. Like, they're going to be the thing. Here we are. Now I can't find them anywhere because everybody gets them. Luckily, there has been, like, a little <laughs> bit of a... There has been like a little bit of a decline in the 550 love, which as a love, like a genuine, like 550 might be is, is in like my top three best shoes ever, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like incredible. So now I can actually do have access to them again. It, it did get hard for a little bit there. Um, but yeah, just expand your horizons. Try something new. 
And that's with everything you do in, in your life, not just sneakers, man. Try something new. Yo. Yeah, perfectly said, man. Uh, I also ask everybody another question at the end of each podcast, and that is, what does the thrill of the hunt mean to you? The thrill of the hunt. That's interesting. Um, it's weird now because I was, I was just talking to my buddy, and it's like I feel like the, the hunt for sneakers, for me at least, is kind of gone. Um, coming up, like I was saying, like chasing down the KDs and the phone posits and even like the random LeBron lows or Kobe's or whatever it was like, that was hunting. Like that was, yeah, that was like the, like that was real, like the thrill of the hunt. Like, yo, I'm going to go out today. Like, I don't know what, how many malls I got to go to, but I know like these Kobe's came out and like, I'm, I'm finding them. But now I, I, I don't know if it's just working in sneaker retail, just slowly meeting people. I feel like, like the, there is no thrill of the hunt for me anymore, really. Uh, unfortunately. I mean, there's got to be a pair that you, you got to, that's going to reinvigor hmm. you getting. And, and that's what's crazy. The like the, hunt. the, so like these Jordan twos, the Mason Chateau Rogue wanted them so yeah. bad. So I just went on SockX and bought them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, there's no like, it's not, it's not a hunt from, it's like, I don't ever catch myself like, yo, yo, I gotta, like, I'm going to do whatever I got to do to find these. It's so, it's, everything has become so easy to access and easy to get your hands on. It's just sort of, yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I really have no idea. You know, I guess, you know what? I'll do whatever I got to do for the Titan 22 Jordan 2 low. I will hunt okay. for those shoes. There you go. <laughs> that just popped into my head. I will. Yeah. I'll do whatever I got to do. I'll drive to wherever I got to drive. We'll, we will track that shoe down. There you go. There's, oh, that's, that's one. But yeah, no, it, that is interesting. Like It's just kind of like we're saying, which is where the sneaker game is gone. It's, so, mm-hmm. it's all just different now. You know, from when we were coming up, literally hunting down shoes and doing whatever you had to do to get them now it's so easy to find anything and to a lot of people who who dislike resellers as someone who dislikes them just as much as you Mm -hmm. just remember this if there wasn't resellers it would be 15 times harder for you to get the shoes you really want because the exclusive stuff just think about it if exclusive stuff if only people who bought them are people who wanted them if you didn't win the, the raffle you would never see them so there's a little bit of glory. Thanks for the resellers. I'll give them a little pat on the back here at the end. <laughs> I know I talk a lot of shit about them, but uh, you know what I mean? They do. I mean, I'm there's, still, there's I'm a still team no resell. Yeah. I'm still I, team if, no resell. In a perfect world, that would be. But but just think, if every single person that, that won the raffle wanted for personal and kept them, realistically, you still probably would your odds to win the raffle would not get any better, but your well, odds, your odds to resell, your odds to get my, them afterwards will be zero. Listen, I rebuke that. All right, because now you just made me realize if if le- if there were less people hunting for a pair of sneakers, right, it, and you gotta re- you gotta magnetize that by how many resellers use bots to get around well, the okay, system. Okay, so yeah, that's that. Yeah, sure. That, so if there's less that. resellers, there's less bots, there's better chances of be, getting be, get your pair. You okay? Okay. I'll give you that. Sure. Definitely gotta <laughs> definitely gotta t- definitely gotta take the bots into consideration. Definitely gotta yeah. take the bots into consideration. But I do still unfortunately, it's like dang. I, I don't know. They're cool. Just <laughs> when you when they don't nag, just be nice, resellers. If you're I, out there and you're reselling, just be nice. I mean, I think more resellers and uh, if you're reselling, listen to this because I've had a reseller on here before. So maybe there is a contingency of resellers listening to this now. Uh, Just open up the conversation to haggle because if there's no wiggle room to get let me get like 25 off or something like that, like, you know, create a rapport, then like I get that, you know, you got to put money, uh, you got to put food on the table and stuff like that. But it's going to help you in terms of customer service to keep some, keep somebody as like a client per se. So that's, that's my only advice. <laughs> I, I, I'm a piggyback one thing on the haggling. Yes. 
go back and forth with your customer and come to a good price. But do not, under any circumstances, walk up to another reseller's table at a freaking event and ask for him to go down $10 (laughs) and then say, well, how am I supposed to make money? You're supposed to make money by buying the shoe from some from re- from someplace else and selling it. He's not selling to you. You are not his customer. Do not ask that man to come down ten dollars so you can make ten dollars off the next person. Haggle yeah. with your customers. Do not haggle with other resources. That is obnoxious. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> legit. <that. laughs> Goodness gracious! I can tell you how many times I'm like standing in line, like behind someone to like ask them a question. And I'm like, oh my god, there's no way. You're going back and forth with this man for $10 so you can resell it to somebody else. Just keep it moving, bro. These are not for you. They're just not for Jeez. you. Please. Oh, man. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Shout out to the resellers, though, man. I guess. Let, let everybody know where they can follow you, man. Oh, yeah. Check me out, man. It's uh, Might Be Luke on pretty much all platforms. Um, mm-hmm. Instagram, TikTok. Like I said, I don't really use Twitter. Um, yeah. Instagram and TikTok. I guess check me out on Twitch. I do like WWE stuff. Big WWE guy. Uh, Yo, me too. I really just kind of just stream more for fun. I don't like even promote it or anything. This is my first time even mentioning it on mentioning it mentioning it on any sort of uh, public space. But uh, if you like WWE, so do I. So yeah, we got to yeah. connect on that, man. Oh, That's dude, dope. let's do it. <laughs> I, I, I run two universes, full custom match cards every week. Full created storylines, commentary, the whole thing. It's badass. That's crazy. It's badass. That's crazy. It's badass. Uh, Yo, but thank you for joining. Jumping on and for... Of course, man. It was a blast. For everybody out there, wear your kicks. Peace. Peace out, yo.